This podcast of local Brattleboro history is brought to you by Brattleboro Savings and Loan, the Bank of Brattleboro. It was 188 years ago this week that the first known Vermont history book was used in Brattleboro schools. In 1828, the Brattleboro Publishing Company of Holbrook and Fessenden produced a textbook called A History of Vermont. When writing about the native inhabitants, the author Francis Eastman wrote, not a vestige of them now remains gradually. The encroachments of the whites have pushed them farther and farther on to the west and north of the United states in Canada. In many early histories of Vermont, Native Americans were hardly mentioned. A Vermont school book used from 1890 to 1925 starts this way. Very few Indians lived in Vermont when white men first came here, though hunting parties and war parties often passed through, and sometimes a party would camp all summer in a good place. You can see that early history books did not give Native Americans much claim to Vermont. However, in a current history book called The Original Vermonters, the University of Vermont authors state that there were thousands of Abenaki living in Vermont before Europeans arrived. The authors say Abenaki and their ancestors have lived in Vermont for 12,000 years. So why the discrepancy between early history books and the books of today? Unfortunately, many Abnaki were killed by European disease. Many of those who survived the numerous illnesses were killed in warfare with the English. Those that survived warfare were forced to leave their land, land they had already cleared and farmed for centuries. Some Abnaki chose to adopt European ways so they could remain in towns that became Vermont. Some Abnaki were forced to move to the remote corners of the state in order to maintain their culture. European fishermen landed on the coast of New England 200 years before Fort Dummer was built and, at that time, death by foreign disease began to ravage the native population. When Fort Dummer was built in 1724, the Abenaki population in the Brattleboro area had already been reduced by 200 years of illness. Evidence of previous Abenaki presence in Brattleboro has been found everywhere. Native American burial grounds at the Retreat Meadows, along the Connecticut River near Sir Sosimos and in downtown Brattleboro between High and Grove Streets. Abnaki village settlements along the West River in Dummerston, in Vernon along the Connecticut River, and in Guilford along Broad Brook. Indian Rock and the petroglyphs at the confluence of the Connecticut and West Rivers, and the many Abnaki artifacts found in our region since the beginning of Brattleboro's written history. All of this evidence points to a large Abnaki presence in Brattleboro's past. History books of the last 50 years have said Abenaki who lived in our area were known as the Sukoki. In years of leading up to the building of Fort Dummer, many of the surviving Sukoki moved to the northeast shores of Lake Champlain in order to join with Abenaki from other parts of Vermont. Previously separate groups of Abenaki joined together in effort to maintain their way of life as their settlements had been devastated by disease, trade pressures, and war. St. Francis Koki Band was formed in the early 1700s from remnants of Brattleboro area Abenaki and the Abenaki of the Lake Champlain region. According to the Vermont government, from that time in the early 1700s until 10 years ago, the Abenaki did not exist. It was not until 2006 that the Vermont government began the process of legally recognizing the Abenaki as the first people of Vermont. It was four years ago in 2012 that Vermont formed 
nominally recognized the four existing bands of Vermont Abenaki. In 2012, 3,200 Abenakis were in the four tribes, including descendants from the Brattleboro area, Tokoki. It turns out that the Brattleboro textbook from 188 years ago was not correct. There were Abenaki in Vermont back in 1828, and there are still Abenaki living here today. We'd like to thank Cody, Natasha, Jasmine, Evan, and Jai for researching, and Bell, Dayton, Turner, Amelia, and Ryder for reading This Week in Brattleboro History. Thank you for listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the program.